Fancast Media. Back we're here live at the Lucky Thirteen Saloon in the back of Lucky Thirteen Saloon in front of the stage. Lucky Thirteen Saloon. What's up, D? Yo yo, Jamal. What's up, and Jeff? I'm Jeff. It's me. Michelle. 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 Yeah, we were supposed to have Scribble on today, but Scribble forgot and thought it was next week, but we have somebody else next week, so we lost, lost Scribble today. Do you, you smoke that good weed in California? I know. Mm. I know. And it's only what time in California? It's only yeah, three hours behind. Was it like fucking 130? Yeah, it's only 130. The sun's still shining, hanging out on the beach, doing fucking California dreaming things. Hey, oh, that show was great. Or we're out here in the well, fucking snow this morning. I know. It was fucking snowing today. California Dreams, bro. It was like a Saved uh, by the Bell kind of show. Was it? I have no Based idea. Based on the fucking, it's like it was like a little band and shit or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I watch this. I watch the dumb stuff. Do you watch the? Did you watch that ninety show? Dude, fuck yeah, dude. Why? <laughs> that's our dinner show now, man. It was. Actually, it was. It was okay. They it needed. Was, they need a second season. You know what was funny is I kept walking it. Diane was watching it yesterday, and I and I kept walking in on it. And uh, it was mildly entertaining. I chuckled a couple times. Yeah. And that fucking redheaded chick is hot. Bro, did you see her fucking her nose job and her like like her fucking facial surgery? Yeah, she looks good. She don't look. She don't, she don't look nothing like she used to look. She bro. looks totally like she used to look. No way. Yeah. I mean, I never watched that '70s show. I never. Not really. That was my other dinner show. Then until yeah. that '90s show came on, that was my other dinner show. Yeah. What's your dinner show? Me, to, me and tonight? my. Oh, it's gonna be that '90s show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and my wife, we sit there and we watch fucking that '70s show. When we when we eat dinner, yeah. That's but nice. now that that '90s show's on, we gotta you know binge that shit a couple more times. Gotcha. It's okay though. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Did you watch the Wonder Years? That is my alone time. Show. <laughs> <laughs> that's my alone time show. The Wonder Years. Uh, fucking what the hell's that other one, bro? Fucking um, the original Wonder Years or the new Wonder Years? Oh no, OG Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, what's the other one fucking called, man? Um, God, it's based on like the eighties and shit, bro. Oh God, I'm so twisted up inside. I don't know sitcoms uh, at all. I'll tell you in a minute, man. Let me look up this shit. I'll tell you in a minute, man. Like regular television for me. Like if I'm watching television. It's a TV it's, show. Yeah. If I'm watching television, it's like movies with documentaries, uh, murder shows, things like that. The only time I see TV is when I'm like sitting in the fucking doctor's office. What do you do to go to sleep? Do you put anything on to go to sleep? I need noise to go to sleep. Yeah, I need a fan. Silence. No, yeah. Like a, a fan. Like I like ambient noises and like thunderstorms, but I can't listen to music to sleep because I'll be more engaged with the music than I am sleeping. Yeah. So I'll I, be listening to like, oh, I like that. I need monotone documentaries. I don't fall asleep. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, like fucking murder shows. That's what it puts me to sleep because I hear it's like, you know, fucking whatever. It's, you know. This one got dragged into the woods and her fucking throat was slit and blah, blah, blah. But it's very. Dude, it's you very, and my sister would get along, bro. Yeah. <laughs> she watches all that shit. That puts her to sleep. The fucking murder mystery fucking shit. Yeah, Dateline, all that shit. Forensics fucking, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what they've been doing that lately? Esme. Oh, yeah, all the murder yeah. stuff. She said to the point that it fucks with her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I needed to go to sleep, but sometimes I have really bad dreams. Oh, sometimes I have crazy <laughs> dreams. They're fun <laughs> as fuck, though. The Goldbergs. I don't know what that is. Goldberg's man, that's another great TV show. If you love '80s nostalgia, yeah, it's all '80s nostalgia, bro. Don't know it. It's a straight comedy about '80s nostalgia. Don't like, I've seen some sitcoms a little bit, 
like Cheers, I watched a little bit back in the day. Uh, King of Queens. King of Queens was my shit, dude. I love that fucking. King shit, of Queens bro. was funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't, a little. Don't, I never, I never got into no fucking Frasier. No, I never got into Friends. No, I mean Friends. I watched a little bit because I love Jennifer Aniston. Seinfeld was a fucking was a high school thing. If you had to know at least some shit about it, I didn't really start watching. T- I used to watch TV as a kid. And then from like the fucking my teens into my fucking thirties, I never watched. I would watch movies. That was you it. You didn't watch nine hundred two one zero when I was in high school. Yes, I okay. watched a little bit of nine hundred two one zero because fucking Cal, the chick that played Kelly was hot. Oh, dead dude, man. Fuck. Well, I I had to represent Ian Ziering was from New Jersey. Who? Ian Ziering, the the fucking uh, the kid with the curly blonde hair. Oh yeah, you thought he was cute? No, he was from New Jersey. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking uh, no, yeah, no. I mean, what, well, that shit was when I, that shit started going on when I was in seventh grade, and you had to know what happened the next day at school. That was like the gossip. Yeah, I was know? in. Who did Brenda, Brenda, and Dylan kiss? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was in like tenth grade, I think, when that came. Ninth or tenth grade when that came out. And I had a girl, and I had a girlfriend that used to come over once in a while in my watch. Actually, a girl that I was trying to get to be my girlfriend, but wouldn't be my girlfriend, would come over and Why watch not? my house. I, dude, I had no. You're game. missing out now, bitch. Dude, yeah, now, dude, I had no game in high school. I couldn't get a girlfriend. I was fucking. I was long hair, five foot three, fucking. I looked like a little girl. You know what I mean? Like I was not getting a girl, and I was oh, way man. too immature to. Were you like Danzig in high school? Basically. Oh shit! But not the cool version. <laughs> Definitely not cool. I tried. I tried. I tried to be cool, but uh, yeah, it didn't. Uh, I could not get a girl in fucking high school. And I had girls that like. I had some like younger girls that you know, like metalhead bitches in your school. No, God, no. no. There was like two. What? There was like two metalhead. There was like six of us total. They're probably big too, right? What's that? No, big. there was a girl named Rachel who I had a huge crush on. Who was uh, she was a little bit. She was a year older than me. Who I had a super crush on. And we ended up hooking up later in life. Um, missing out now, Rachel. Yeah, 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 no, but Rachel was always cool to me. She always like she was she was too hot for me back in the day, and then too hot for too hot for Jeff. Yes, and then when we got older, I kind of matured, and then like we kind of grew into each other a little bit. But I was living in New York at the time, so when I go I like back, the way you grew into her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I would go back to Mass, sometimes we would hook up, or she would come out to me. She came out to New York a couple times, but uh, yeah, dude, there was no metal chicks in my school. There was fucking. You know, I went to a pretty small high school and I was a misfit in the school. You know what Man. I mean? One of them. There was a few of us that hung out. My boy Ron and this guy Matt and and like and a couple other guys were into like some hair metal and stuff like that. But for the most part, bro, no, I was kind of on my own. Me and my boy Ron were like the two main metal heads. Like hair metal in the late 80s still? Oh, yeah. There was this guy that was in my shop class. He was still wearing his fucking hair all fucking puffed out and oh, everything. Jesus. Even in the 90s. This is 92. And he was still into the hair metal scene. Really? Yeah. He should have died in like 91. He d- it died and he didn't give a fuck. Like, and I, you know, I give him respect. He owned it. He still loved it. He, he would see. He, he I mean, it's good. Look, man, I'm, I'll admit, man, I like hair metal music. It's I, fucking good. I, 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 there were certain bands that I could tolerate that I liked. Wasp was one of them. I loved Wasp. Um, Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. Cinderella was actually okay because they were more of a Poison, rock band. Poison had two good fucking <sighs> jams. Dude. No, they were party jams. They were chick rock. Well, it's party jams. Yeah. You know, you put it on in a party, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, all right. You know, I've got some poison on. No, I never. <laughs> th- no, never. Never for me. I never get into poison. Um, Molly Crew. Molly Crew early. First two records. OK. You know, Livewire and then Shout at the Devil. And then I liked I was young when Theater of Pain came out. I think it was in like fifth grade. You know, so like I like Home liked, Sweet Home. No. Oh, Home Sweet Home. That was on oh, Theater of Pain. Yeah. Okay. 
So I like that record. But then when Girls, Girls, Girls came out, I was in high school already and I hated it. I was like, fucking kickstart my <laughs> kickstart. My- <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It's fucking posers. But, you know, they're really back. Then, they're really not posers. You know what I mean? Like, they're just air guys. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what paid the fucking rent, you know? Yeah. And I mean, they got the chicks, too. But listen, I know some guys who were super into hair metal. Um, another guy that I knew, there was another guy, there was a couple guys who were older than me that I would kind of like hang out with and, and, uh, once in a while I would like bump into and they turn me on to some bands, you know what I mean? But, no. uh, there was a kid, there was a bass player, this guy lived down the block from me who was, he would, um, play fuck he would he, he turned me on to like sod and some other shit you know your boy I mean? hypnotic said you terrorized everyone in high school yeah ron you fuck oh ronnie see ron was the other metalhead in high school there, there was like three of us that was me ron matt walker and ronnie anybody else you think of that were fucking metalheads in our school there wasn't many of them there was a, there was only the was fucking the, uh, few was, of us was the uh the hair metal guy down with you guys like the dude he was though? a nice guy he was in i didn't really hang out with him he was in my shop class but i he was in uh but i like we weren't like buddies you know what i mean i okay. we also he didn't do drugs either and we did a ton of drugs so oh shit um Wait, it, hair metal hair metal guys are all into that no he was like a straight laced dude um he was very into oh, playing straight guitar laced yeah <laughs> yeah but me and Ronnie, Ron, listen, when, it, my, when I met my boy Ron, he turned me on. He started turning me on to death metal. I didn't really know death metal back in the day. Oh, and, yeah, you were real outcast then. Oh, yeah, dude. I remember he, he gave me that fucking cannibal. DS, he turned me on to DSI, Cannibal Corpse. Uh, and then we saw them fucking late, like in high school, too. It was fucking awesome. How did you feel when you fucking listening to it and then seeing it live? How does it compare? I was great. I mean, it was intimidating as a kid. It was pretty fucking awesome, you know? Um and uh, I don't know, man. It was fucking great. I mean, people thought it were like either like fucking cannibals or devil worshippers. And oh, I remember when they came out. Yeah, and I just remember going, you know, first going to shows, and you know, they said deicide through like raw meat into crowd. That's and shit. what I heard. Yeah, bro. but <laughs> and I heard they did that back in the day when they were Amon was their first band. Okay, Ronnie knows all this fucking history too. Um, but yeah, I heard they did it back in the day. But when I see deicide. And uh, uh, Cannibal Corpse. I remember we went with my friend Matt, but my friend Matt had a curfew, so we only got to see like the first two songs. And then he's like, and he was driving us, and he was like, "Bro, we gotta go." And I'm like, "No!" Me and my Ronnie were like, "No, we gotta fucking go." How far was the place? It was 45 minutes from our house, so he he had to be home by like midnight. And his family know he went to the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Still fucking gave him the curfew. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of a good boy. What the fuck is that, dude? He was he was one who didn't drink or do drugs or anything. What's his name? Matt Walker. Matt Walker. Didn't you fucking miss out? Matt Walker's not listening. Matt Walker's fucking. I don't know what happened to Matt Walker after high school. He was a close friend in high school and then he just disappeared. He was an amazing drummer too. He was a killer drummer. So what did he fucking join a cult? No, he he got carpal tunnel at a young age. He was a phenomenal drummer, dude. We would go into his house and he's playing like you know Slayer and you know fucking like bio that biohazard and i remember him like you know playing all these fucking, get like a surgery done on it and i don't or? know back then i don't know i think he just kind of gave up he got a girl and got her pregnant and it was just kind of over i remember he tried out for the chromags and yeah no but, with, Har- with harley yes yeah 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 yeah. he tried oh, out for the chromags um but uh yeah matt there was yeah just a couple of us man i mean i had carpal tunnel from playing fucking video games i got like like some like gyroscope thing and i just twisted my fucking wrist around for like yeah this dude though he used to rehearse dude he would get home from school and fucking play that's all he would do when he got home from school 
all he did five days a week you know what i mean probably on the weekends too he was a phenomenal drummer ronnie is a fucking great drummer fucking hypnotic over there ronnie you should be up here fucking playing with them bro ronnie he's got well listen if i go to florida man i'm hoping me and ron can hook up again ron so ron listen ron was the one that got me into music uh got me playing music really yeah because i had a fucking i i had this bc rich iron bird because i loved fucking overkill and i had a bc rich iron bird and I could barely play the fucking thing. I took lessons and shit, and I was horrible. And um, but then until Ronnie was moving best back to Pennsylvania and was like, "Hey man, won't you join my band?" I'm oh, like, that was the dude. That was that's the dude. Oh, that's shit. hypnotic. Yeah. Shit. So I got to get Ronnie on the podcast. We got we got we got to talk old that's school. A, what's, what's the town again? Uh, what's the name of the town that I'm from originally? No, no, that Ronnie. You got moved to Pennsylvania. Scranton. Scranton. Yeah. Scranton, oh Jesus Christ, man. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Surprise! You guys survived fucking Scranton. I know. I don't know how. Listen, Ronnie made it out. Not fucking unscribed. stories. I hear about that fucking place, dude. It's bro. a tough time. Listen, it made me grow up fast. Like I came from a small town in Massachusetts, and right when I graduated high school that same year, I moved to Pennsylvania with Ron. And listen, I didn't have any family to hold. Right out of high on. school. Right out of high school. I, oh, listen, dude, you the, still had another ten years of schmoozing at your parents. No, are you kidding me, dude? My fucking dad. The day I graduated high school, I'm at my graduation party. My dad's like rent's due at the end of the month i was like oh he's one of those yes Damn. i was like what do you mean rent's due at the end of the month and he's like you're not going to college you got to get a full-time job i had a part-time job at the time he's like you're getting a full-time job if you're not going to school he's like you're paying rent and i'm like ah oh, fuck you i'm moving out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i did i moved to fucking scranton and i knew the only one i knew was ron and um and, and ron's like yo move to pennsylvania and be in my band i'm like bro i don't know how to play and he's like, listen, we play two fucking notes anyways. You got this. Like, it's like, don't, 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 don't. And it was, you know what I mean? But uh, but then it was cool because his uncle, uh, his uncle Charlie, who lived next door, um, he was like a rock player. And okay. he had a little setup in his basement. And we used to go over there. I mean, Ronnie would play drums and I'd play bass. And I'd learn how to like, play like blues riffs and stuff. Nah. Like his uncle kind of taught me, like, you know, how to just fucking play simple scales and, you know, it was all jam and that's all we did was jam so every day i'd like i'd have to go to work because i needed a fucking job because i had nobody to back up on and got my own little you know got roommates with guys and um me and ronnie had a how long did that go together. oh wait wait ronnie said uh yeah matt was a killer drummer only other metal heads was um tim from uh laugh at the monkey oh yes tim um tim sweeney Tim Sweeney. Tim Sweeney. Like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweeney. Is that a stage name? No, no, no. Tim Tim was uh Tim was uh, in a band called Laugh at the Monkey that were kind of a heavier version of like a Pearl Jam back in the day. Okay. Uh, we were in high school and we used to go see him play. Um there was another guy, Brucey, but he was a little bit older than me, who I'm friends with now. Yeah. Um, but he was I didn't really know him, but he was this in that was, band. This uh, was way before Punch the Clown? Yeah, this is way before Punch the Clown. Me and Ronnie started Punch the Clown though. Really? Yes. Um Shh. So I moved to Pennsylvania. I lasted in Pennsylvania for a year, and it was a fucking crazy year. For what happened in one year, dude, was like, like that summed up. Like, probably I mean, lost ten years of your life. Oh you yeah, I did, dude. I got arrested in New York City for the first time. I fucking came to New York City for the first time. Did fucking a, a sorry, you, said you, said you did time in the tombs. I was in the tombs for sixteen hours. God! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and um uh yeah, that was crazy. You know, watched two guys overdose. Uh in the tombs? No, no, no. Uh watched two guys overdose one at this apartment and 
this chick Millie's apartment. I don't want to get into all this shit. Uh, but you know, it was, I mean, she, she was, I watched one guy overdose there and then another guy overdosed the following weekend. And I ran scared back to fucking Matt. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Like shit. I didn't know how to handle that shit. And, yeah. and listen, and Ronnie, man, Ronnie survived too. Ronnie went tenfold what I was dealing with. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, whatever. Ronnie can tell you his he own. He stayed out. He train. stayed out there, though, right? So Ronnie Ooh, stayed out there, God but Ronnie, tra- Ronnie traveled too, though. You know, he did. He, but he was getting in trouble throughout the. He'll have to. We're going to get Ronnie on, and he'll tell you his whole story. Um, Ron, we got a couple guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. We was, as, I don't know if you jump back in, but we had uh, our guys canceled today. I would have had you on today, but we're going to have you on in the next couple of weeks because Ronnie's got some crazy fucking stories. I got to hear these Scranton stories, bro. Yeah, dude. I'll wait till Ron comes on to tell all the fucking Scranton stories. But Ron was the first one I ever played a show with. And it was, uh, what was your first show. It was at a fucking arcade in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And there was probably three or four or five people there. I don't know, not many, but I remember I was so scared. I was shaking. I could barely play. Throw up? Ah, uh, no, no, no. But I was so fucking scared, so intimidated. Um, all those guys intimidated me because I was fucking young. I didn't know how to play. Uh. Ronnie knew how to play. The guitar player was, you know, he knew how to play his style of thing. You know what I mean? And he was singing in, at the same time, so it was only a three piece. But uh, yeah, it was crazy times, man. Shit. But Ronnie got me into fucking, you know, to start playing. And then when I got back, when I ran scared from fucking Scranton, I moved back at my parents' house for uh, two years. When I moved back, Ronnie moved back. Ronnie ended up coming to uh, Massachusetts, too, to escape for a while. Mm. He ended up going back to Pennsylvania, but he came to um, Massachusetts for a while. And we started up Punch the Clown. And then Ronnie had to leave. I don't remember exactly what happened, but Ronnie left to move back to uh, Scranton. And uh, then I kept Punch the Clown going. We had to get another drummer and like all this kind of shit. So, and Punch the Clown was pretty fucking big, though, right? It got it got a little bigger after I left. Uh, we were doing really well. We fucking, um, you know, we were doing that very hate breed style metal hardcore mix of stuff, you know, at the time. And then, you know, early it was ninety four, I guess, when we started. Um, and I think we took it until ninety, the early ninety seven, um, and. We were doing really good. I mean, we were fucking playing big shows. We were op- we opened up for John Joseph, uh, for really? Cro-Mags. Yeah, we used to play with. Um, uh, Ma- we played with Madball. Um, did we play with Madball? Marauder, Twenty Five to Life, like all those old school. Twenty Five to Life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All those old school fucking you know bands. We opened up for Today's the Day, and uh, at the we used to play the Rat in Boston. Um, we played there quite a bit. We played a place called Mama Kin in Boston that the Aerosmith used to own. Yeah, your boy, uh, your boy said uh, you guys crushed it at your first show. Yeah, you crushed it. I fucking <laughs> sucked at my first show. Uh, you crushed it, Ronnie. Ronnie kills it. Ronnie's the fucking animal on drums. He's an animal. Hardest hitting drummer I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, he, he fucking crushed it. I did not. I was frozen like a fucking... Fuck, did you have your back turned like Jim or... No, I tried to face the crowd. I just it was so uncomfortable. It was horrible. Oof. It was horrible. But yeah, me and Ron, when Ronnie comes on, we'll tell the Scranton stories. I don't, a lot of them are scary for me. <laughs> Made me grow up fast, man. Cause I was like, listen, I had to keep a fucking apartment. I had to keep a job. I had like four jobs when I was out there and like fucking shitty factory jobs. You forget the you main know? thing you had to keep alive. Watch that. You had to keep alive out there, bro. It's fucking shark infested waters. Yeah, friend. it was total shark infested waters. And I had nobody to lean on, really. I mean, I knew Ronnie, but towards the end, Ronnie was in his own world. I I was playing with a couple other guys um, by that point. And, you know, I had to survive by myself. And I started 
started to dabble in drugs a little bit too much. And also like, I was just, it was a dark place, man. I was making like three twenty five an hour at a tomato cage making factory. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> How fucking depressing is that? Holy you know, shit. Uh, UGL paint factory. I worked at that. It was like $6 an hour. Uh, my rent was only like 300 bucks a month or what something like that, that though. Man, that kind of money ain't shit. Yeah. Well, I remember, listen, when I started working at the paint factory, I remember the fucking, this dude, Bubba, came up to me. Really? And, yeah, his name was Bubba. 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 And oh. Bubba, that was same. Was big? Yeah, he was a big boy. He, oh. he was a big boy. He wasn't huge. He was, you know, I don't know, average height, a little overweight guy. His name was Bubba, though, from Pennsylvania. And the fucking guy came up to me and he's like, listen, man, go the fuck back where you came from. He's like, I've, I've been working. They gave him a plaque. He'd been at this company for 25 years. <laughs> they gave him a plaque that had his name on it and the nameplate fell off. And he's like, I've been working here 25 years. I got this fucking plaque and I make $12 an hour. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Your, your, uh, your boy Ronnie over here said, uh, VOD singer and guitarist totally stole your sound after playing with us for the first time. Yes, they totally did. So, VOD stole your fucking style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's we one did. of my favorite fucking bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm not to reevaluate that shit. When we started, man, listen, I'm not taking credit for it. This was Ronnie and Jonas who created this shit. I jumped on. And I didn't know how to write songs or anything. I just fucking trying to muscle through playing, playing. You know what I mean? Like, like, and uh, yeah, we opened up for VOD. And after we opened up, for, Ronnie and Jonas started doing the singing, screaming shit before any fucking band I ever heard before. Really? Yes, the first one I ever heard do it afterwards was Fear Factory. Uh, but the first time I ever heard anybody do singing, screaming stuff was Ronnie and this band Malafacio were in, and it was a fucking. It wasn't like a beauty. Like it was a the dude Jonas who who sang had like this just a weird voice man like a beautiful but fucking dark screaming voice and yeah. and his like um his his singing vocals were fucking killer nobody else was doing that shit when he did it and that's when when i heard it and he's like dude come out and join my band i was like holy fuck dude i was like this is like i've never heard anything like this it was crazy and then yes we played with vod and then vod fucking started doing shit like that right afterwards yeah, vod i think they were the only hardcore band to do that kind of shit yeah 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 at that time yeah at that time yeah Fuck. and then uh and then i remember i was with ronnie and we were driving to i was driving from massachusetts to pennsylvania mm -hmm. and we heard fear factory on the fucking college radio that's suffered oh. bastard and that was very reminiscent of fucking jonas's voice they couldn't have robbed it they were all no no fucking. no they didn't they totally didn't rob it but but i was like i was right i remember me and ron in the car and ron's like fuck these motherfuckers got the sound you know what i mean oh, but your boy ron over here saying that uh that vod sounded like megadeth yeah yeah before. he's got a better memory than i do Man, fucking VOD, dude. What the fuck is wrong with these dudes? Bro? Yeah. Now, listen, you got to find influence from somewhere. You know I what guess, I mean? Like, yeah. You know, it's not really ripping it off. I mean, it's, you know, you find, you see something, you find influences, you just take it, you know? So, um, and yeah, but Jonas had a fucking haunting, haunting voice. But, you know. Is there any demo tapes floating around? Ronnie's there? probably got everything. Ronnie's a collector of shit. Come on, and, Ronnie, man. Put Ron, that shit up on YouTube, baby. Ron, Ron, oh, he does. There's a, so there's a Facebook page. There's a Malafacia Facebook page. Um, I don't know if you can get the music on it, but I mean, uh, yeah, it was like very simple, fucking crunchy, dancey kind of stuff, all breakdown kind of stuff. It was real. Like there was no fucking fast. It was not really fast parts. It was ahead of its time when, when we started doing it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I never heard anything like it. That's why I wanted to fucking play with it. And it was fucking, you know, honestly, fairly simple to fucking play. My parts were I was fucking playing bass. Yeah. Um, 
But and Ronnie was a hard ass hitting drummer, and Jonas had a fucking beautiful voice. Every time you keep saying Jonas, I think of the Jonas Brothers. No, yeah. Jonas. Yeah, no, Jonas. <laughs> Jonas. It was it was me, Ronnie, and Jonas. Jonas was the fucking singer. He said, uh, "He said, uh, no, you, Jeff, created that shit too." Damn, fuck you, Ronnie. Thank you, though. Thank you. Listen, I definitely had a hand in punch the clown, but Malafasia was all fucking uh, you and Jonas, man. I, I was privileged to be along for the ride. I was privileged and fucking. Uh, cursed at the same time to go along for that ride ronnie <laughs> it was craziness it was craziness i'll get on there with ronnie and well we'll talk i like the i remember our last show was fucking depressing you know what i mean because with punch was, the clown or? no with malafacia well, where yeah. was it at it was at cc's in scranton pennsylvania which, uh it's that was cc's pizzeria no cc's was not in scranton cc's was in music i think it was but that's uh that's at uh that buffet pizzeria no, there's a pizzeria that was. Because um, in Oklahoma, they got a buffet pizzeria called CC's. No, 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 no. No, this was a club called CC's. Okay. Yeah. And CC's was the shit, man. It was a cool fucking club. And I years later, we went back and I played with Punch the Clown there. We fucking. Did you know it was going to be your last show with this band? Uh, pretty much. Like at the end, um, you know, uh, uh, our singer Jonas had some issues and it fucking. He said he got some live stuff he's going to put up. Awesome. Put it up. Awesome. Yeah, we never got anything recorded. Like, like, um, there was never anything recorded with no? it. No, no. Fuck. But it was a ton of live stuff. There was some cool. There's some. Ronnie's got to have the old video footage. I'm sure he's got some old video footage. Got to put that up, Ron. Man, yeah. got to put it up on YouTube, man. Yeah. Hold on. There's, there's. If you go on Malafacia, on. Um, Every time you said it, I'm like, how would you spell that? Uh. Hold on. Starts with an M. Yeah. Yeah. Narrowing it down. <laughs> yeah. My fucking Facebook got fucking. Are you still locked out of it? No, no, but the. Oh, there it is. There it is. Now, how do you spell Malapace? All right. Yeah, that was me and uh, me and Jonas and Ron back in the day. Which one is you? That's me all the way on the right. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ronnie, you got to think some more of that kind of shit out, man. Yeah, crazy times back in the day. Dig it up, Ron. Dig it up. Yeah, yeah. Ron. We'll we'll next when we get off, we're gonna set a date and have you come on, and we can go over all these fucking uh, shit. But yeah, me and Ron have been through a lot together, man. From high school to fucking um, to. Uh, so after Punch the Clown, did you join anything else? No? So after Punch the Clown, yes, I started a uh, started a, a band, and uh, so Punch the Clown just started becoming a shit show. Um, we oh, get, scribble, we, scribbles, scribbles on. Scribble says, "Sorry, boys, I get too high too much." <laughs> that's all right. That's Smoking all right. that good shit out there, man. Smoke some of the cheap shit. It's all right. Next, we'll have to reschedule you, Scribble. Um, but uh, I so at, when Punch the Clown broke up, I was really mad at Punch the Clown. We grow up, grow up. It was we were doing really well. We were getting a lot of buzz about us. We had uh, we just released a fucking demo that was fucking killing it. Um, there was a big buzz in like fucking magazine, um, all the zines and all that kind of shit. It was like groovy. It was very hate breed esque, as I say. My singer kind of sounded a lot like Jamie Josta. Also, I actually spoke to Jamie on the phone a couple times about swapping shows in Connecticut. Um, so it was before they fucking blew up. Also, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, it just it just wasn't for me anymore. Like they kind of get it that kind of got that gang element to it you know what i mean some oh, of the being gotta be a tough guy to yeah be. some of the guys in the band kind of went in that direction and every show there was a fucking fight or fucking whatever and it's just that's not what i signed up for you know so me and the drummer um the drummer at the time and and uh, boy gary uh who was the guitar player we split off and started a three-piece thing called acid house um 
the hell is that? Like some kind of trip shit? Acid house? No, it was kind of it was kind of pre Eyes of the Sun stuff. It was uh, I it had a little of that hardcore kind of influence because that's what I was just coming out of, but it was also kind of doomy a little bit. And um, we recorded like four songs before I moved to New York. Okay. Um, I, I have it somewhere. I have it on CD somewhere. A um, couple of those songs. Got to put it up, man. Ah, Gotta yeah. Put it in the ether. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so I recorded a little bit with them. And then, listen, I wanted to move to New York. So I kind of stopped doing that and moved to New York. Oh, what is it? Uh, what he's got? Uh, your boy Ronnie said, it's, it's all in the treasure chest. I'll have to dig it out. Yeah, Ronnie, dig it out. Dig it out. Dig, dig some of that shit out because if you come up, Ronnie, we're going to have to post some of that shit. I know you got fucking videos. Ronnie's a collector of stuff, so he's got all that. Oh, he's uh, one of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He's traveled a lot throughout the years, so I'm sure he's lost some of the good stuff. But um, but I know he's still got he's got to still have those VHS tapes of fucking um, oh, dude, yeah, man. Gotta, and stuff. Like I, I know people that did like, like a lot. Of, I have a lot of fucking like uh, stuff from older bands when I, where i grew up at yeah a lot of them fucking just straight up put the stamp down like no you can't play our shit yeah but you guys been broken up for fucking like almost 15 years no we don't want none of our shit out uh, fuck you then yeah you know? come on man put it all out put it out there you know what i mean like i'm kind of embarrassed by some of the shit i did back in the day i'm like ah, yeah. the punch the clown stuff though man it was fun it was good the malefacia stuff was good um you know it was uh Whatever, man. So what? What? So what? When you came to New York, that's when you started. Um... Eyes of the Sun. Yes. No, no. So I came to New York and I was trying forever to get in a band, and I was having a hardest. You couldn't time. find nobody in New York. Ah, uh, so I remember I tried out singing for Irate. Uh, really? That, yeah, that didn't go well. Oh shit! Um, I was like, I don't know what I was. I, I tried out. I didn't really just want to sing. You know what I mean? So because I actually sang for this band, um, Kill by Inches, for a second. Okay. Um, it didn't last long though. It's just I, I, I'm not too good with fucking lyrics. You know what I mean? And it intimidates me. I don't you gotta wanna... be like Ozzy, dude. You gotta have the drummer ready for you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, for yes. real. <laughs> I, and I don't want to just fucking hold the mic. You know what I mean? Like I feel okay. weird just holding a mic. Um, so, but I sang for Kill by Inches for like a minute. It didn't last long because I had a crazy ex girlfriend, and she kind of fucked all that up. And then, um, I was kind of not doing anything for quite a few years. And then I started a band called Redshift Desert, which was uh, very much like Eyes of the Sun, but it was it was me and another guy who were doing, it was a three-piece again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was me and this other guy doing vocals and this guy Jarrett on, um, on drums. And uh, that was awesome. I loved doing that, but the drummer and the fucking guitar, and the, the drummer I knew from Scranton, actually. Um, Your boy Ron said PK was, uh, was one of the very first the second wave of metalcore yeah i'm talking after leeway suicide chromatic etc yeah it was the hate breed era you know when all that kind of shit we played with the pure fury of five so you were playing with motherfucking killers man so yeah people that just beat the shit out of people at a show just for fun yeah it was all that stuff and that wasn't my scene man it wasn't uh i mean we were on some bands with, with some good bands a grudge holder and um this band brawl park from boston and uh it was it was the same era of like it's funny though man like not to cut you off man but leeway yeah those dudes were never nothing like those other dudes no how did they get lumped into that shit i don't know you know it's funny candiria also leeway candiria those weren't like your typical hardcore bands they weren't you like you're we're gonna kick your ass after we're done playing this show no but they got embraced by it um another band uh only living witness was uh from fucking 
I think Boston based or Rhode Island based band called Only Living Witness that has still hold up today. Uh, your boy Ron said Eyes of the Sun is the best band of all time. Uh, thank you, Ron. Thank I've you, been Ron. on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to jam again one day, Ron. Um, but yeah, and I joined a band called Redshift Desert with a drummer from Scranton, actually. Um, and that he was came like, out. He came out here. He was living out here. He moved out here around the same time I did. And um, he was a good drummer. Uh, but him and my guitar player did not get along so well. Um, Jared's a kind of particular weird kind of guy. And my, um, the guitar player, Matt was a little, I don't know. He did not like New York city. He was moved, he moved here for work for a little while. Mm -hmm. And, um, we tried going for a while, but him and Jared just did not get along. And that lasted for like two years. I was playing with uh, Redshift desert. We recorded some stuff. I don't even know if I have any more of it. But uh, but it was fun doing that shit. I like doing Redshift Desert. Then when right when that split, that's when I started Eyes of the Sun. Right. Yeah, Jamal. Yes, sir. I feel like I'm like I'm like fucking you know just like like I'm fucking Doctor Phil here. Yeah, Jamal. <laughs> you've been recording though, right? Still enough with his host. Well, there's shit. the thing that happened with that. I was fucking. I was working on. I haven't, a, heard, I haven't heard you speak nothing about it in I, a while. I know. I know. It's annoying. Uh, I was working on it a lot, like towards the end of the year and everything, and then. The guy I was working with like suddenly disappeared. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then like a couple of months later. Did he take your masters? Well, he said he lost the session. Dude, what you gotta do is do it yourself. If you if you're not you know what I mean? Get a fucking little home studio going. Um I only need a couple more things at this point, like some better monitors and and that's about it. Dude, headphones. You're recording it all at home. Do headphones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do it all on headphones. You got to go listen to it on a different stereo. Bring it down here. Bring it somewhere. Yeah, listen to it. You know what I mean? I but, was fucking disappointed because at, at that point, I assumed like, all right, whatever. We're going to fucking start over. Wait, so he like, disappeared from the bar and everything? Like, you met him here? Yeah. Just just uprooted. I don't know what happened, man. Like, this is around uh, Thanksgiving. This is the last time I spoke to him because he said he was taking off that first week. No. And so we could just get back to it. I'm like, all right, whatever. We're going to start over. And like that Monday, I took off work. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't hear from him. And I, he lost all the sessions, he said. Yeah. I the mean, the fuck is that, dude? The thing is, he, he he spoke as if it had recently happened, but just with the context, I'm like, he lost that shit a long time ago. That sucks. So all I have is like the couple of drafts that we were doing. Man. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to get some people together and just play play things and like the recording and shit is just gonna have to wait i just really want that so that people can hear what i sound Tell like you right now bro this is just my, my 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 advice to you make a couple flyers old school put them on the wall you know how many musicians walk yeah. in this joint put a flyers on the wall man yeah i mean listen back in the day we used to do that um i mean there used to be flyers on the uh, we had an old bulletin board at the old lucky 13 and there used to be flyers people looking for drummers you, go. you got a bulletin kind of board here? motherfuckers come down here and try out that'd be fucking great you got a bulletin yeah. board in the house if you don't yeah, put up- yeah there's one up from whatever paste it on the fucking door yeah, with your little tabs just like the old school days come you know on, what man. i mean oh, little cuts and shit yeah a little email little number on it yeah come on man yeah do it, it the old school way craigslist is bullshit you know how many fucking bands i tried out for on craigslist or or put up uh, looking for such and such on Craigslist, and it was always a fucking nightmare when they showed up. I was like, oh, Christ. This boy just said he wants to hear some of your shit. Yeah. I'll make it happen. Hey, man. There's a drummer right there. Yeah. Happen. You know? Ron's a good drummer. Ron's in fucking Florida, though, so. Hey, man, it's computers, bro. You could do anything through computers. Yeah. Ron's got another uh, a project he does called Hypnotic Infected Bloodline. Oh, that's what his fucking name is. That is here. it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's his shit. I just thought he had a freaky way of, you know, just, you know, putting his name up. There. No, 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 no. Ronnie does hypnotic infected bloodline and he's a fucking genius at it. 
it's like uh electronic industrial when he comes on he can explain it to you like it's it's he makes his own shit uh he made his own theremin um like the fucking shit to do from fucking fishbone uses yeah theremin oh yeah man. yeah he made his own i would have fucking electrocuted the shit out of myself holy shit <laughs> fuck oh, yeah. yeah that i didn't tell you guys i almost died on my way back over here wait today yeah i knew there was something going <laughs> on bro yeah, so like I ran home to get my computer. For, like I lived like 15, 20 minutes away. Um, went home, grabbed it, dumped out my. I had tools in my bag because I was working with the douche this morning. Threw my computer in the bag. I'm like riding back, and my fucking shifter pedal came off. Oh no! <laughs> What's that? I'm 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 biking literally. Shifter pedal. It's yeah. uh, it's how you shift. How gears. you change gears? Okay. Yeah. It just it was just hanging off when I was riding. It broke. Uh, no, I just it didn't. I didn't screw it down tight enough. So it didn't fall off though. No, it was just it was just hanging on the bolts because I was like, I'm like, damn, this shit feels really loose right now, and it's just fucking. Popping. Oh. But I wasn't far, so I just went back to my house and first had to run upstairs, find the fucking tools, tighten it down. I just threw some Loctite in my pocket and I was just tightening it down later, and that's why it took so long. I was Holy like, oh, I almost fucking. Died. I was talking to him. I was like, yo, does he live far, man? I don't know what the fuck's taking yeah, him so long. Great. Is he all right? It's New York, bro. Shit happens. Hey, we made it work. We made it work. We got the fucking computer going. Yeah. All that crazy shit. Scribble got high. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. One of these days. (laughs) One of these days, Scribble. He was going to do the podcast, and then he got high. No, seriously, man. Then he got high. You better fucking go cover that shit, Scribble. Um, But next week, though, we got Jack coming on. Who is uh yeah, who is this guy? Who is it? he's he just looks like a fucking character. Cyclone Jack. Cyclone, Cyclone Jack. Cyclone Jack. He does uh Conan. I mean listen, he's gonna he's got a I'm sure he's got an interesting story. He uh he does the karaoke nights at Lucky Thirteen. He's the host of karaoke. He is does uh every the, Tuesday night? Uh every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. Allen Freak Show. And yep. a bunch of wild, talented people. Yeah. It, he's, he's quite the character. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Your boy said uh, you guys used to get chased out of malls by security for putting up uh, raw as fuck brutal flyers. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ron used to make these flyers that were like, uh, it was like, you know, it was like needles, like syringe needles with like a Jesus figure hanging on the fucking uh, hanging on the cross of needles. Um, so, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or Ron and Ron and Jonas used to do all the draw. I mean, uh, yeah, they they did all the artwork for it. And uh, there was one with a rat. I remember with needles fucking coming out of it. And yeah, they didn't like that in the Steamtown Mall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think like like the time you guys were coming up, man. It was all still the devil worship. Yeah, it was. St- it was still the satanic panic shit. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever. We had to rent it out playing VFWs, and I remember we played a fucking. Do they, do they still do that? Do people still do that? I don't know if they still do. I think they do in like Massachusetts, Jersey. They must still, still do that. I still then. see the VFWs, but I remember growing up, there was always a concert every weekend. There was always bands playing these fucking things. Now you don't see shit. Yeah, we used to do it at VFWs back in the day. I mean, when I was in Punch the Clown, <laughs> I remember we did it at VFW one time, and at first, like, I, you know, I went to the guy and I was like, hey, man, you know, we'd like to throw a show here, here and we stuff. Go. And the guy, like, at first, like, the guy's like, oh, man. Like, he saw all the kids. We had, like, fucking 300 kids show up. I, and all of a sudden, he's like, oh, man, you guys should do this all the time. This is amazing. They're selling sodas and all Cha-ching. this kind of shit. Until the pit breaks out. 
then they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, kids are drinking in the parking lot. And then it's like, you know, one of those fucking things. The cars are going. Yeah. Yeah. So then you got the cops waiting out front, waiting for the kids to come out who were drinking and all this kind of shit. So, But, dude, we had a I mean, there was a couple of shows we did where we fucking packed like VFWs and shit. Did they, did, they keep, us- did they keep the door? Or they let you keep the door. You no, we it? kept the door. They kept all the fucking refreshments, and I think I had to pay them a a, a rental fee. I probably had to pay them a couple hundred bucks for a rental fee. Yeah. But I remember like we would do it; and it would pay our rent for our studio, and our rent for was at the studio was only like a couple hundred bucks a month. We had a fucking big studio that was probably the size of this back room. Fuck, dude. Yeah, and we could. And then listen, it was cool back in the day too. Like. I would just spend all of my nights there. Like I oh, go, yeah. I go right from work, right to I go home, shower, and fucking go right to the fucking rehearsal room. Would sit there and smoke and drink and oh, fucking you know I mean? there was always play music at the studio. There's yeah, always, there's, you don't have to go anywhere. There was parties there. No, that's what, dude. I didn't go to bars and stuff because I was just hanging out at rehearsal studios all the time. Yeah, uh, and you know Massachusetts isn't the coolest place to hang out in bars either. You want to hang out in a Chinese restaurant or something like that. Like you know Boston had cool so a couple of cool spots. Like for me, not really. There was. That one was called the Rat. That was it. Um, uh, your boy over here is uh, the Oli Syringe Fix Crucifix, the laboratory rat uh, with syringes through it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this, bro. When you were at the studios, right? Were there any like any like any bands like you know became famous out of those studios or? Uh, so our old guitar player from Punch the Clown was in Diecast. Um, what else? Not really. Nobody uh, pass, nobody's passing through or whatever, hanging at the parties or whatever. You... No, no. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, some of the guys started. That's, what, get... that's, that's Josh the Turf right up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's Connecticut, um, but a similar scene. Did anybody get big out of there? No, not really. Not that I can think of. Hmm. No. I mean, uh, I mean, Kirk from Diecast, really, he was the one that really kind of doing it by the time, you know, I mean, it had a, it only, it only, you could only do it for so long before dudes got burnt out. I don't know yeah. if you know Colin of Arabia, um, hardcore, uh, he's still playing. I mean, he was a kid when I was coming up. He was just, he wasn't even singing. He was just writing zines and stuff, but he was actually supposed to play here last weekend, but canceled. Um, but he's, uh, Colin of Arabia still doing it. Um, no man, like I, I, I don't know. Maybe fucking Colin will know. Yeah, know? I mean, I remember, was it in Jersey? The only ones I remember fucking hanging was uh, the band Thursday. Yeah, El Nino, Drag Pipe, All right. Forty Below Summer. Those are like dudes in that area that hung out at the studios or had their own little studio there. I mean, some of the guys came out of that that era, though. I mean, Kill Switch came from that 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 era. You from know what I mean? There? Integrity. Uh, yeah, those are all like you know Rhode Island. Um, Kill switches from up that way. Cold, yeah, kill switches from like Rhode Island area. Oh, shit, I thought they were like fucking like maybe northern New Yorkish or no, Manhattan. No, no, that's where how me and Jesse ended up becoming friends because um, uh, we would t- we started talking fucking Rhode Island music scene. We used to, I used to go to Club Babyhead. Oh, he's from up there. He's from up there. Yeah, he oh, lived shit. there for a while. That's where he met the guys. Okay. And, uh, we started talking club. There's a club called Club Babyhead. I saw tons of shows, and um, so yeah, I mean bands came out of there, but nobody directly that uh that i was involved with and i was surprised there was a couple uh bands i thought that were gonna you know do pretty well coming out of there was it your boy said uh when we practiced in uh bronson studios every other band used to be in our room yeah yeah there was always somebody coming and hanging out 
I think about when I got into fucking metal and playing guitar and shit, it seems to me like I'm the only person that actually like, this is what I do. It's my fucking life. I can't think Mm -hmm. of anybody that I played with in the past that even listens to metal. Did you ever go to any of the studios in Manhattan or over here anywhere? uh, There was a one on Flatbush called, oh, Fast Lanes. Yeah, Fast Lane. I used to go to Fast Lane. Yeah, I was there a couple of times. And then like I would meet throughout the years that I've been doing this, I would just meet some guy that's a fucking producer and he got a studio and come down here and do this. And like kind of the same shit would happen. It's like, oh, we do a couple of sessions and then they would just vanish, you know? And like, that's why it's so frustrating to like meet people that say like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. And it just doesn't go to fucking fruition. That's why like nobody hears my shit because Mm -hmm. I've never been able to record it. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's it's all, it's all about getting out live nowadays, too. You know what I mean? Getting out to doing shows. Who's Does Brian it, Fair? Brian Fair. Yeah, he said uh, uh, Brian Fair's uh, band practice in Brompton. Uh, who's Brian Fair? That Brian Fair. Who's that? Chris Band practiced in Brompton. I don't know Brian Fair. I mean, there was a, 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 there's a band called Grudge Holder from Boston. They're still doing it. Um. I don't fucking know, man. No, nobody huge came out of that. I mean, there were some rock bands that came out of fucking, you know, the area. I mean, Aerosmith lived right 10 minutes from my house. Get you the know fuck I mean? out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen him up there? Oh, fuck yeah, man. Used to bump into, I bumped into Steven Tyler at the mall. Oh, you bump into his lips or you bumped into him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Saw Steven Tyler at the mall. You'd see Joey Kramer around once in at a while. At the mall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking yeah. around? Just walking around. There was a place called Hanover Mall, and that's where we used to hang out as kids. Oh, and uh, you'd see, uh, once in a great while, you'd see one of the guys from Aerosmith over there. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I remember a couple of years back, fucking uh, Corpse Grinder was at Target right down the block. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just fucking buying <laughs> shit. Yeah. What the fuck were they buying? He's just, just shopping at Target. Shit. I said, listen, you got to go to Target for something. Yeah. Yeah, I just noticed you guys had a Best Buy and all that shit around here. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. When I'm when I'm driving back fucking to Jersey, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, this is the Best Buy. I'm like, Fuck Best Buy though. Whoa, man! I love Best Buy. I love going to the Best, Best Buy and Best, schmoozing. Yeah, Best Buy will beat any Amazon price. If they still had DVDs, Best Buy could beat my dick. You know, I went and bought a soundbar at fucking uh, Best Buy recently, and I brought it right back, and they had no fucking qualms. I kind of like Best it Buy. Wasn't I working? Mean, no, you know, no. It was fucking kind of expensive. Like, because I'm iffy about those things. So man. I bought a soundbar for like 150 bucks off Amazon, and it sounded killer. It only lasted a couple of years, and then shit to bed. You know what okay. I mean? So then I was like, ah, let me go to fucking Best Buy and hear one for real. And then I'll, you know what I mean? Like I bought a really nice one that was like, you know, $500. It was for 150 And yeah. I kind of was cringing that I spent that much on a fucking soundbar. And I'm better like, be crisp, bro. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I fucking brought it home. I hooked it up and I'm like, because I want to play music through it. Too. I want to hook my phone up to it too. Yeah. You know, like I want movies to sound killer, but I want to be able to like play. It's like a music surround sound in one bar, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And Melody's got one that sounds fucking killer. Um, so I brought it home. I hooked it up and it sounded horrible. My $150 one sounded better. So I'm, I brought it right back. I'm like, fuck you and your fucking, fucking goddamn. Oh, your boy said uh, Brian Ferris from Shadows Falls first, man. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Shadows Fall. Who else was from up there, Ronnie? You got to know. I don't fucking have a good memory. Got to get Shadows Ron Fall. on here, bro, in a couple I weeks, know. man. I know. Gotta see, you gotta let us know what, what's going on in the Boston area. Well, he's in fucking so Ronnie. Well, so he, oh, we can let us know what's going on in the Jacksonville area too. Oh, that's right. He's down in Florida. Yeah, he's in Jacksonville. Oh, shit. so he knows. Uh, that's I think, metal heaven. 
Yeah, well, I, what's it called? Sal, the old drummer from Typo, lives down there now. Or Get the, the fuck out of here. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wait, I thought he was the EMT. Oh, no, that's the keyboardist. who's the EMT in uh, New York. Is he? From Typo Negative. Yeah, the, the, uh, the old keyboard. The keyboardist is an actual paramedic or whatever for New York. Yeah, Sally played in Life of Agony the, for a while. Well, that, yeah, that dude, yeah, what the fuck? Why did he fucking just jump out? I don't know what happened with fucking Life Cause of I know, Agony. Because I know the, the I, I don't know the whole, I don't know if it's fucking true or not, but you know, the, the grapevine shit. That he left Typo because he thought fucking Life of Agony was going to be fucking huge and bigger than fucking Typo. And then once he left Typo, that's some bloody kisses came out. Yeah. You know where they went. Yeah. You know? And then, then he didn't get along with the Life of Agony guys, the Life of Agony guys that went to shit. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. They uh, seem like a nice little fucking family, dude. They do seem like a bunch of nice guys. And I don't know what happened because uh, they, did you watch the Life of Agony documentary? Yes, I did. And they don't mention him at all. Nope. They said we had some bad luck with drummers. And that's it. And they got that chick drummer now. Oh, she's cute, man. She's cute. Yep. And she's a good drummer. Kicks the fucking ass, dude. Yeah. And we see fucking drummers like that. I like watching chicks fucking. It's, it sounds sex, but I like watching chicks play instruments and stuff because I don't see it that much. No. You know? Listen, that's I tell you that chick that plays for fucking Alice Cooper's hot as shit. Oh, wait. Was that, wait, was that no, no, the West, the chick from Evanescence is the one that fucking. She had, I don't know if she got kicked out or what. And she went and she's playing with some pop singer now. No, Evanescence was the singer. No, chick. she had she had a chick guitar player too. Oh, uh, did she? Yeah, it was her and Alice Cooper both had chick guitar players. I don't follow Ev- Evanescence. Evanescence is the band. Emily is the singer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he, he loves, loves it, bro. Yeah, he does. Band. He loves sure it. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I met her one time. She was really sweet. Nah. Yeah, when I worked at Webster, she's a little cutie, man. She ain't bad. She's a little cute. Yeah, she's cute, and she was real. I have to say, she was fucking super sweet. Super sweet. I caught her. She's got to be. Bro. I walked in her on her doing vocal exercises. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> your throat need a little warming up, honey. <laughs> I got the needle for that dial. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. Uh, I need a band. Yeah, man. Bro, man, I'm telling you, you're in the spot. Flyer it up. Flyer Call it your up. fucking buddy fucking. What's his name? Oh, he found a fucking band, dude. Did he? Yeah, he found a bass player and a drummer. Really? It's not the drummer from the other one either. He's got a new drummer. New bass player, bro, and they're rocking out. I see. I watch it on Facebook. They're rocking out every night at his fucking house. Are they? Is it yep. metal or no? Metal, dude. It is. Yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guitar. I mean, I haven't heard singing yet. Can't say I haven't heard singing, but the the riffage. Yeah. Is metal. Is it two black guys he's got. Yep. Yeah, he won't play with white guys. He, don't, he doesn't think he does. He said he doesn't. He said they don't have fucking uh, enough rhythm. But I mean, I'll show you some fucking pale motherfuckers from Jersey, bro. That'll fucking swing around that guitar, dude. Fuck yeah. You know? Oh, well, oh to- just a just a guitar player from Concrete Dream will swing you around. Yeah. You know, you know? I want that Slayer guitar he's got. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Where you got? Wait, was it him? Wait, who? Yeah, it was, it was him. Yeah, it was him. He said he was like, you can have it. I'm like, yeah, but he wants probably fucking a couple grand for it. Nah, I don't think a couple grand. You don't dude. think? Nah. That's what that's uh, what's that? That's the um, well, that's the uh, the rhythm guy from Concrete, right? Was that him? No, it Wait, was who, fucking who? Malcolm. Oh, it's right. Yeah, he's the one with the he's fucking. He's got the yeah, fucking Slayer guitar. He's got OG a, too from when it first came out, dude. I remember that. He's got what's is it South? And what's is it South of Heaven guitar? Yeah, it is right. Yeah. LT, they, they gave, they sponsored him. They gave him that shit. Yeah. Man, I got to fucking email him, brother. Yo, what's up with that price? Yeah, you know, ask him how, how much he wants for it. You no. Know? What's Malcolm. up with the price, brother? What's up Malcolm, with the price? I know you need some Xanax. Well, how much you want for it? <laughs> 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 We're all going to hell. 
Yeah, going we're in hell right now, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you think when we go outside, we're in heaven? That's fucking another door to hell. It's fucking cold out there. Well, All right, we can stop right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about? Pantera oh, getting canceled? Well, Pantera, yeah, well, yeah, dude, they got fucking, they got canceled, fucking hardcore, dude. Yeah, so they said he's fucking, he's they still holding that racist card over him. Yeah, three shows so far. I mean, come on, he's fucking. I mean, he said it. He said it. He said it was a white wine joke. I'm like. Yeah. Okay. Listen, but Rob Flynn went and said, "Listen, there was no fucking white yeah. wine backstage." Yeah, Flynn fucking blew it up, bro. Flynn blew it up, and that, Flynn, that's why I think it hit the fan bigger because Flynn, I think so went too. Right on Facebook that same day, and was like, I'm "Rob Flynn." Listen, blah, blah, blah. I have to say, Rob Flynn took a lot of balls for Rob Flynn to do that. You're going up against Phil, and then he got death threats for it. Oh yeah, I mean, I love Machine Head, but didn't don't they say that uh, Rob is kind of a douche too? Yes, I've heard that a little bit. I've yeah, heard, heard a lot of shit about it, but I don't. Not as far as I know. Yeah, I heard it on what it was. I know one of the band members like let's play live or some shit because he's stupid. He he does that fucking. Well, he, I don't know if he's doing it anymore, but I used to always watch him live on YouTube, interviewing interviewing people and doing rants yeah. and shit. Now he's been gone for a few months. Yeah, well, he's been quiet. I mean, I don't know. I love Machine. He's a hard worker though. I only like one album, and you know which one it is. Yeah, the new metal album. I I like certain songs. I I I like that fucking. Uh, I want to play Shotgun Blast again, man. Yeah, burn, shut up and play the fucking. Song. Burn my eyes is the best record, and then uh, after that, I like songs here and there. I'm not a huge thing. I see Fear Factory's back out doing shit. You gotta stop, stop is, dude. Just who's stop. singing? Who's singing for him? He's still. He's not fucking letting up. They just re-signed a contract with fucking. I uh, was that fucking. Uh, that record label. Everybody's jumping on no. the the new Roadrunner. Was that Nuclear Blast? Nuclear Blast. Yeah. Nuclear Blast has been around forever. It's a new Roadrunner, man. Yeah. And fucking, he he said, he's still in the studio with the singer. They haven't put anything out yet. They haven't, he doesn't want to talk about it. But it's like, bro, I really think, in all honesty, and I know there's a lot of other fucking fans out there, change your fucking name. Yeah. You're not Fear Factory, dude. Without, but you listen, you lose your singer. It's kind of fucked. It's over, bro. Yeah. It's it's fucking over, man. Look look at fucking. And that last Fear Factory was horrible. I did not like it. I only enjoy it because Burton's on it. I listen. I love Burton's voice, but I feel like it was forced, and you know he was out. Well, there was a lot of fucking remixing and shit. Yeah, it was a lot. It just felt very forced. I wasn't a fan. Um, I mean, yeah, just just Dino, call it a day, bro. Start call uh, it a day. New band. Start. What was his other band? Well, Asesino and nah. fucking uh, Brujeria. Not Brujeria. I like Brujeria. I always thought Brujeria was fucking like straight up, bro. I believed the backstory of the, like, there were these fucking cartel I, fucking I guys I and they want to k- kill gringos. And I'm like, yeah. I can't go see these guys. Dude, they'll kill me. Dude, they had a head on their first fucking cover. Oh, I mean, it was fucking man. brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> I I, and there, I remember people would tell me, like, oh, that's a dude from Peer Factory. No, he's not. Yeah. That's not a dude from Peer Factory. I, I didn't know either. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there was all these crazy rumors. You know, Pito Wilson, Pito Wilson. <laughs> uh, that's the only lyrics I know. But they got what? It's fucking him, fucking uh, the bass player from fucking Static X. Well, you know what? I don't mind what they're doing because they even said it. We're not Static X. We're doing this as a tribute to Wayne. Yeah. You know, they're just using the name, but they even say, it, bro, it's a tribute to Wayne, bro. Yeah. You know. At least they still make music and fucking use yeah. old vocals that he never fucking put music but on. But Wayne never see Hiled. You know what I mean? That's the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. He never said white power. Oh, man. He just said pass the fucking something. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Fucking. They're, they're done, dude. Charlie, go back to Anthrax. Zach, 
go back and hold Ozzy's back up because he's fucking. It's done. listen. It's got to be taking a wind out of their sails a little bit. It has to be, dude. Those are, that's three major festivals. That's a lot of money. That's bro. a lot of fucking. Listen, they could come to the states though, and fu- I mean, they just announced the U.S. dates. Nah. They're gonna fucking. And nobody's paying seven thousand dollars to go see fucking Metallica. No, like Jamal is. You pay, you pay seven thousand, bro. You took out a loan. <laughs> fucking Metallica. Yeah. To go hang out with Kurt Hammett. I'll pass on Metallica. You're gonna Metallica. smack him in the face and say, yeah. "Dave Mustaine told me to do this." Yeah. You're gonna wear your fucking uh, Black Lives Matter shirt to the fucking. Sure. Uh, <laughs> if I can find one. Did, yo, did you fucking? I I I watched a Joe Rogan clip when um when Mustaine was on there. He said that fucking he 99.9% wrote Metal Militia yeah. and got no motherfucking money for it for at least fucking 15 years. Uh, Somebody yeah. was getting his check and he was like, yeah, I know who was getting my check. Yeah. Fucking Kurt Hammett. <sighs> he wasn't getting paid from Metallica, I think, till after Master. He wasn't getting no royalties, dude. Yeah. I mean, after Master, I mean, that wasn't that long. I mean, he was on. It was Bro, he wrote. He wrote all the Kill em All. Right. He wrote, he wrote all of Kill em All. He wrote half or 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 majority of fucking Ride. And he, I'm sure he wrote a big majority he, he of got, fucking Master of Puppets. I think also. he's got like two fucking two major riffs in Master. Yeah. Huh. And who knows? He says they still got old like old school demo tapes because that's what they. He's still probably getting a ten thousand dollar check a month from fucking probably Metallica more songs. More than that, dude. Yeah. More than that. I mean, I mean, dude, this fucking what Jason's living off of the Black Album. Yeah. To this day, he doesn't. He could fucking. He's living on a twenty-acre fucking land off the Black Album. Yeah. I wish Jason would come out with something awesome. No, he's not, dude. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> not. <laughs> I wish he would, though. No, it, it, no he tried. He had like a rock band or something. Then he had like a metal band, and then, and then he had that country bullshit, or yeah. whatever, like acoustic shit, or whatever. And then he tried to be a fucking artist and you know selling paintings. <laughs> it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Bro. Lars sells his paintings. You see what it, fucking ridiculous sh- money ridiculous shit bullshit fucking paintings dude i, yeah. I don't see the fucking it was his art really yeah. it looks it's like, like a bunch a ch- of fucking paint on a fucking you know, on a looks canvas. like a child did it oh you know who i watched this week was awesome though was the guar documentary where the fuck i overheard somebody talking about that it's out on there. shutter it's on shutter it's on shutter how is that it's shit, fucking dude? great it's really good they get really into, good they get into deep. i feel bad for the singer though man he took a heavy shot he took a heavy shot, man. But, you know, he was a maniac. He was a fucking maniac. You know, there was a lot of internal fighting. There was, uh, you know, it started off great. Of course, it blew up to something bigger than they thought it would ever be. You know, yeah. they didn't. There were a bunch of art students. Didn't and, they have and, a chick in a band at one time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had a, they've always had a chick and they had a chick singer for a while. I wish they taught. I wish they touched on that, but they didn't. That was towards the Ooh. end. Um, but I heard she like kind of was like she was an asshole. I heard they like hired. How would you chick. not want to be involved in a documentary? I well, I bet you that they just didn't want to give her any props. You know what I mean? Because uh, the guy who was the original ball sack, um, <laughs> no, was it ball sack? The original ball sack? No, wasn't ball sack. The fucking oh shit, your boy. I fucking didn't even see this shit. Uh, what do you say? Uh, Rob Flynn and Phil Ensemble are both posers. Their music is okay. And the first two Machine Head albums are decent, as well as Cowboys and Vulgar. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Pantera, Pantera's was the shit up to fucking reinventing the steel. Then it's a little like you have to really like Pantera yeah. to get into it. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, I lost after Vulgar. I, I, far Beyond Driven. You didn't like was Far Beyond right. Driven? Far Beyond Driven was all right. But you know what sucks, man? And I hate to be that fan. Like, I, I, I will buy, like, the, I usually get into, like, the first three or four records, and then I just kind of lose it. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. It's just, I've heard this before. I can appreciate what they've done, yeah. but I'm, I'm like, I, 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 I want to hear new shit. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. kind of move on. Um, and I don't. Th- I think maybe it's a shitty way to be. Well, that's but, how I feel after Far Beyond Driven, dude. I mean, I mean, when when what was it reinventing the steel came out? What is there another one after that? Or yeah, I'll listen up. But I, but I have to say, Obituary's new record is fucking awesome. See now, now that's weird because like it's to me, it, it would seem harder to keep being into death metal and all that shit. Because I mean, it's just to me, it's just like it's regurgitated. Over and over and over. Some, but I, I don't know, man. This I've been listening to some like new, I've been trying to dig into new music because um, I just feel like I've been kind of just going back to old school stuff constantly. Or I, I find one good record and or one good band, and I'll just I like like fucking Zeal and Order. I, I gotta pull it out of my fucking your boy's playlist. hilarious, bro. He's like fucking Cliff Burton equals Metallica equals Cliff Burton. <laughs> 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 That's the fucking truth, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was like once Cliff got it, it was the flavor was gone. It wasn't Metallica no more. And no. it was just like, you know, some regular rock band. Listen, they said they would never do a fucking music video. And then all of a sudden Cliff is dead. Now they do a music video. You know what I mean? Like Cliff kind of held down the integrity. But who the fuck knows when you get older, you start seeing those paychecks come in. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you know, the Guar documentary, those guys were like, we would have fucking sold out years ago if we could have. You know what I mean? But uh, they're just like, you know, we they start. But the thing was, well, some of the guys said that, but like they apparently one of the last Guar rec, one of the, there's a Guar record that they put out that had some like catchy songs on it, uh, and Dave Brocky kept putting in like you know fucking lyrics that could not be on the radio. You know what I mean? Like what just like dick. yeah. But I, I mean, mean, dude, I don't know. Guar looks like the type of band that could have fucking made millions selling shit for kids. And they, I mean, toys and all that shit, like Kiss, man. Yeah, yeah, they could have, but they kept that. Listen, but they kind of keep it brutal. You know what I mean? They, How brutal they, can you be, though? Come on. Uh, listen, they have, they bend a fucking priest over and jam crosses into his asshole. That's how brutal. <laughs> you know I what know I mean? that was going on <laughs> in the Guar show, dude. Yeah. Dude, I remember, I remember going to fucking uh, my first Guar show in 1992, and they came out and milk with milk cartons with, with, with like fucking you know, kidnap kids' faces on them. Oh, you know, and those, have you seen me? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Never mind, bro. Never yeah. mind. They could have gone the PG route. They, they could have made money. They could have if they wanted to keep on, it. Can you imagine, way. bro? You would have go at Guar trading cards, Guar dolls, they Guar could, bed sheets. Fucking character they, with three dicks they, on they, it. They, they could have, but Dave Brocky was too out of his mind. Like he was. That's yeah. the heroin guy, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was too out of his mind. What's her name? The girl that was. Do you remember Sly Menstra back in the day? Mm-hmm. There was a girl called Sly Menstra. Um, she was kind of like the. She would just kind of run around the stage and like fucking help kill things, and she okay. was just kind of the uh, part of the act. You know, she didn't actually play or anything. She would sing a little bit, um, but uh, she was at the old Lucky Thirteen one time, and I remember she said right before he died, she uh, she was like uh, she was like yeah I had to leave. She's like Dave was out of control, like drug use out of control. See, it's like it's like them and like Mushroom Head could have been big too if they would have played oh, the cards Mushroom. right. No, Mushroom Head's stupid. Well, I mean, think so? I'm not saying Guar Scribble, is, uh, you heard that? That's your favorite fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Look, fucking mushroom head. <laughs> Come on, did you ever hear that black metal phone call? Mm-mm. Oh, my. Dude, when we get off, listen, Google black metal phone call. It's the fucking best. Where this fucking, and, uh, <laughs> and I think it was actually a guy from Mushroom Head called in. It might have been. He's like, uh, he calls this kid and he's like, yeah, we're just going to have to play it when we get off here. Because have you ever heard this? <laughs> no, I haven't heard it. Oh, my God. So this black guy calls up this like nerdy play. He's like, I heard you're looking for a black metal band. And he's uh, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, burrs him. And he's like, he's like, yo, I'm fucking whatever. Down with the devil, bro. <laughs> you got to hear this shit. I can't believe you never heard this. Holy so shit. fucking good. All right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Next week, we got Jack fucking uh, Cyclone Jack. Cyclone Jack. Crazy motherfucker. Right before fucking metal karaoke. Yes. Tuesday night. So it's going to be a long one. Ronnie, Ronnie, I'm going to hit you up in the next. Once we figure out a date, I'm going to have you on so we can go over these Scranton stories and hear your fucking maniac opinion. Because Ronnie's Ronnie's. Listen, Ronnie sounds like he knows some schnizzles. Ronnie knows his shit. He keeps up on his shit. He always has always been the guy introducing me to new bands and um super excited about it i and what i love Ron, about ronnie is his enthusiasm always enthusiastic about music he's like, he's like he's that guy that holds you down it's like bro you gotta hear this fucking yeah. shit. and he looks you right in the eye like that's me i'm that it, fucking yeah. guy. and then a riff's playing he's like you hear it <laughs> i love it i oh, love man. you ron i'm definitely that fucking guy ronnie is that guy he's that fucking guy he's intense uh he's a good dude um one of my best friends so we're gonna have him on in the next couple of weeks and uh, all right, we'll talk to you guys next week. D. All right, guys, man, make sure you like everything. Lucky 13 Saloon, everything. Uh, Lucky 13 Saloon, everything. Uh, Jeff Blanchard, everything. Eyes of the Sun, everything. Cowboys from Hell. Make sure you guys all look up everything. Famcast Media, and we will see you guys next week with Cyclone Jack. Yeah, I want to recruit some motherfuckers. You know my fucking Instagram. If you're into fucking bands like Whitechapel, Rivers of Nile shit like that like gojera it's kind of like i have a vast like taste when it comes to music but if you're into any of that shit hit me up uh if you're full of shit i'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself but hit me up you could maybe come down here we could work some shit out i want to put some shit together people he's really a sweetheart he loves his metal (laughs) let's fucking do it all right guys peace out later yeah uh joe there this is joe yeah joe i'm gonna call up about the leads the leads? Yeah, you got an ad in the paper. Yeah. You want somebody to play leads for your for your metal band? Uh, yeah. You want singing leads, guitar leads? What we'll kind of weed leads? I know all kind of leads. What you need? Um, uh, gu- guitar leads. Guitar leads? I can do that. I can do. I got some turntables. We can hook it up. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your band? Okay. Uh, I don't think you'd fit the bill. Why don't I fit the bill? Um. You don't even, you ain't even never heard me play. And y'all motherfuckers say you I don't even fit the bill. Hold up, Joe. Oh, motherfucker, hung Hello? Yeah, Joe, listen here, man. What the fuck? I'm going to come down and play some lead for your metal band. You don't even know where I'm at. Well, hold up, G. You turn the motherfucker away from calling up your ad. You don't even know he say you don't fit the bill. What's up with that? Because uh, my friends wouldn't, uh want you in the band. What, but your friends don't want me in the band. Why that? Hold up. Go on and say it. You got to add right here you want a motherfucker black band and you don't want... No, it's, mo- not, it's not the... It, it's black as in evil and darkness. I could be evil and darkness. Hold up. I want me to kick some rhymes for you. Motherfucking devil coming down on your street. Gonna kick your fucking ass. Gonna stab you in your fucking neck. Joe. Now how would you think about that? 
I could play some motherfucking leads too and a scratching too and I'll scratch your motherfucking eye out with a, my fucking like a long goddamn fingernail too and I'll scratch your motherfucking eye out. What did you call me for? I called you about the motherfucking leads you got to add in the paper. You want a black metal band. You're a serious musician. I got equipment. I got all that fucking shit. I got a band. I'm going to put them equipments in. Well, I'm an evil motherfucker. I'm an evil motherfucker, Joe. You know that? Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. I done shot a motherfucker. That's evil. You know what I'm saying? I bet you ain't shot shit. You shot your motherfucking load in your hand, Joe. I'm an evil motherfucker, Joe. What kind of bands do you go see and hang around? Go hang around no motherfucking bands. Fuck all them. I'm the motherfucking best. You don't go out to see uh, the local bands at all? I heard that motherfucking Mushroom Head and all that bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't listen to Mushroom Head. I listen to uh, black metal bands like Burzum, Dark Him, Mayhem, Dark Throne, Mayhem, stuff like that. Yeah, that's evil. That's cool. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about, I'm gonna fucking down with the devil, Joe. Down with the motherfucking devil. He got his tail in my hand right now, Joe. You're gonna have a horn up your motherfucking ass in about a minute. Why? Because you're fucking with me, Joe. How am I fucking with you? First you tell me you don't want your dudes, ain't gonna want me in the band. And then you don't even give me no reason. You say you don't even want me in the band. You say I ain't evil. You don't know motherfucking evil, Joe. Records ain't evil, Joe. What isn't evil? Your records ain't motherfucking evil. I's evil. They call me the evil motherfucker where I come from. Where are you from? I'm from the east side. You ever been to my neighborhood? I'll show you motherfucking evil. Why don't you come down? Where are you? Bring your boys with you, too. I'll show you motherfucking evil. Where? East 72nd St. Clair. I don't hang around that kind of area. you damn right you don't hang around that motherfucking area. You know why you don't hang around the area? Because the evil motherfuckers around the area, Joe, and you're just a punk. you a punk bitch, Joe. I'm a white boy. Yeah, I can tell you a white boy. you a white punk boy. What the fuck you putting an ad out for a black band if you motherfucking is white? Well, haven't you ever heard of a, black, a style of music known as black metal? Yeah, I heard of black metal. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I've been it. done a million motherfucking times before. Doesn't, when, when, they, when it says black, it ain't got nothing to do with black people. Right, so why the fuck you trying to throw them out the game? You don't want no chocolate in your vanilla? What's up? It's not the same uh, thing. It's not the same black. It's got nothing to do with black people. Black is uh, as in darkness and evil. That's what Yeah, yeah. Evil and darkness, Joe. Like I'm saying, a motherfucking devil coming down on your ass. Motherfucking devil gonna stab you in your fucking neck, Joe. You understand what I'm saying? He's on my side. Yeah, he's on my side, Joe. I shot motherfuckers. You shot motherfuckers, Joe? No, because uh, I was, uh, I lived in a suburb. You lived in a suburb. As an only child. Mm-hmm. Lived in a suburb. Mom and dad bought it off for you, ain't they? Uh, See, you talking about evil and stuff. You know, you know what? Fuck you, Joe. You'd ban suck. <laughs>